All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is January 3rd of 2023, our first office hours of the new year. Welcome, everybody. Uh, for those of you who are new here, my name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at Saber Sim. This is a show where we go over how to use the Saber Sim app, answer any and all DFS related questions that come in live in the YouTube chat or in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not joined up in our Discord, there is a link in the description below to get joined up. Highly recommend it. Uh, a lot of good DFS conversations happening over there every day. And if you are not signed up with SaberSim, you know, it is a new year and you're looking to check us out, get into DFS, there is a link to a seven-day, no-strings-attached free trial in the description as well. You can get your questions answered on this show Monday through Friday at 2 p.m., Eastern. I was off yesterday, so no show, but we are back and we are on for the rest of the week. So looking forward to that there. Uh, it is the first show of the week. So that means we have to go over the winners for our weekly max challenge. Uh, just wrapped up week 17 of the NFL season, one week left. And then we will be doing our end of the season free roll. We will be doing, um, all of our year uh, season long prizes. So, you know, if you play 10 weeks, you're going to get Yeti cups in a free month. If you played all 18 weeks, we're going to get you a Yeti cooler cups, three months of Sabre Sim and an entry into the end of the season free roll. Uh, not sure when the free roll will be exactly, you know, we got to get everything sorted out, make sure everybody is accounted for before doing the free roll. But uh, one week left, I'm sure a lot of you have been participating all season long. So, uh, you know, it's been, it's been an awesome giveaway all things considered. But that being said, we're going to hop over to our trusty wheel of names. One more week for free tickets. Next week, we will not be giving out free tickets to the Minimax because there will be no uh, more um, regular season main slates. So just this is our last roll for the free tickets to next week's Minimax. Looks like we had about 120 people um, max out the mini max this week. So we are going to hit the shuffle a couple times here and then we are going to roll. This is for three tickets to next week's mini max. It looks like the winner is the UVAJ. Congratulations. And our team will reach out to you and let you know that you have won. So great job there. And then for our highest scorer of the week, uh, for one month of Saber Sim, a free t-shirt, and an entry into the end of the season free roll, our highest score was BCAP888 with a score of 229.58 points. Good for 15th in the mini max. Congratulations, BCAP. Team will reach out to you as well let you know that uh, the shirt is on the way as well as give you your free month. So thank you all for continuing to participate one week left. Hope you can all finish strong and claim some end of the season prizes. But that being said, we are going to hop over to SaberSim and get going on some of these questions that we have in the queue. If you have a question on your mind, now is a great time to throw it in the YouTube chat and we can go from there so i'm gonna scroll back a little bit here and it looks like our first question that we had came in uh yesterday so gonna get this in the chat question is is there any material i can find that thoroughly explains 
the percentile filtering slash ranking option. Okay, so when we're talking about uh, filtering and ranking, I think what we're talking about is um, the lineup percentiles in the post build, right? So, so there's basically two types of percentiles. There's player percentiles, which you see here on the home screen. And this is basically, think about it like, okay, Giannis scores 84.8 points in 1% of Sims in our entire Sim database, right? Like that is his like top 1% outcome, the 99th percentile of that, right? So, so whatever this is, uh, you know, it should basically uh, equal out to like 100, right? So that's the way I like to think about it. It's like, okay, 95th percentile, that is the score that the person gets 5% of the time at the highest end of his range in his range of outcomes across his distribution, right? We can come into Giannis and then, you know, those, those scores that we're seeing uh, where he's getting 84, uh, you know, this is, it's probably somewhere right in this range in this 2%, 0% range. Right. So, so that's what we're talking about with player percentiles, right? Higher percentile, you know, uh, essentially more upside, right? When he does good, he's going to do really good. Right. And um, so, so that's, that's kind of like player percentiles in a nutshell, right? If we run a build, this is something that we've recently added. And this is a um, lineup sorting method that we really like, right? So before you would come into the post build, we used to have an option to make every player's projection. their like 95th, point player projection right uh that that was what we could do at the time but you know we've been working really hard behind the scenes to give you guys better and more efficient features right and so what we have come up with is the ability to grade a lineup based on the lineups percentile right so if you were to come in here and sort by 95th percentile for the lineup descending right what this is going to say is it's going to show this value here and then if you hover you can see all of the scores at all the different percentiles for this lineup so so what's happening is we are taking this lineup and then we are looking at how it does across all of the sims right so this specific player combination across all the sims scores 329.8 points Five percent of the time in the sims right so so that is what a lineup percentile is describing it is not describing each individual player right that like it is not taking jordan clarkson's 95th percentile plus mike conley's 95th percentile plus jalen brown's like it is not doing that right uh you know some of these guys might have 50th percentile outcomes some of them might have 99th some of them might have you know 95th like just for some examples so it is, and, and that is more along the lines of what actually happens on a night to night basis, right? Like not every single player in the player pool is going to have their 95th percentile outcome where they do really good and um, they they have a high score, right? Some guys are going to get, you know, snowflakes. If you, if you play on DraftKings, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, some guys are going to be, you know, uh, red on fire. Some guys are just going to have uh, no like emoji and, and just have a more uh, closer to their average type of game, right? So, so that is what happens on a night-to-night -night basis. That is why we created the lineup percentiles. It is better to grade the lineup as a whole because we play lineups and not players, right? 
that's that's an important thing to remember. Um, the looking at a lineup's 95th percentile, you know, last point on this, uh, you know, this that is an outcome that happens five percent of the time, right? If we were to take Jordan Clarkson's 95th plus Mike Conley's 95th, like we are now parlaying an outcome nine times that happens five percent of the time. So, you know, in in that scenario, the outcome that we're that we are presuming happens so fewer times as opposed to grading the lineup as a whole. So I think, you know, using the lineup percentiles, even at the 99th is a lot more viable, especially if you're playing a lot of unique lineups. So that is, you know, my best understanding of it. Uh, If anybody has any questions, you know, we can go back and forth on it. If you're ever looking for, you know, a deeper dive into what anything means in the app, go over to our settings and then click on this help button. And then I'm going to pull this up really quickly. So this will take you over to our help docs. Uh, these are all like our frequently asked questions. This is where we break stuff down. Jordan does a great job keeping these very up to date anytime we have a new release. So, you know, we were we just went over to the frequently asked questions. You get this view more. It'll take you to a uh, screen with a search bar. You can type in anything, right? We can come in here. We can type in percentile. And then we're going to get articles and videos about um, percentiles, right? Uh, which percentile should I use? You know, these were uh, updated recently. And, you know, every, every time we come out with a new feature, we make sure these are up to date. So this is always a good resource for learning anything. You know, you want to learn uh, about our ownership projections, you know, come in here, type in ownership. Uh, you want to learn about stacking, come in here and type in stacking, right? We have a lot of articles. I think this probably isn't uh, utilized enough. We probably don't talk about it enough, but another great resource for everybody here. So good question there. Uh, let me know if there is any follow-up. Going to get Saberson pulled back up here, and then we are going to keep it rolling. All right. Got Saberson back up on the screen. Uh Scrolling down here, got a question from Props. Looks like we have two more questions in the Discord. Now it's a great time to get any questions in in the YouTube chat or the Discord. All right, Props said, PGA starts this week. Are there any back tests of ideal range for geometric mean for full golf slates? Uh, Props, to be honest with you, I do not know. Uh, Haven't heard of anything like that internally. Uh, We have been working on updates to the golf, golf model for the upcoming uh, start of the season, which is uh, teeing off on Thursday. Should be a fun season. Uh, Looking forward to some of the updates that we have made. I think there should be some announcements about it in the next, uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe later today, maybe tomorrow, prior to golf teeing off. But, you know, uh, just, just so everyone's aware, you know, team has been hard at work and making sure that our golf model is as good as we can make it. So, Really excited about that and can't wait to use it myself. But, you know, going going back to your point, um, haven't heard anything about it. I think that, you know, if if that is something that you are looking to, to backtest, to look into further, you know, uh, search search the DFS streets, you know, go into DFS Twitter, go online and, and try and find articles with some backtesting. Maybe you'll find something, you know, a little diamond in the rough there. All right, got a question here from Jay Rupert. And Jay Rupert said, 
for soccer, I use stochastic projections. Should we be changing the default randomness sliders? Okay, uh, this is a good question. So, you know, like you said, we do not offer simulations for soccer at the moment. Uh, you can always come in here and upload any projections that you want to use. As far as, you know, our sliders for sports that we do not sim, right? Two sliders, ownership fade, smart randomness. Smart randomness is different than sim diversity. You know, with sim diversity, we are bucketing sims. Uh, in this instance, we do not have sims to bucket, right? So what we are doing is we are applying a certain amount of randomness. And what randomness does is it basically assumes that every player is normally distributed as far as, you know, uh, their range of outcomes, their standard deviations. Uh, I think you can definitely adjust the smart randomness slider depending on what contest you're playing, right? I think that, you know, just the easiest thing to remember here is that the 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 more random, the, like the higher this slider goes, the more randomness you're using, the lower it is, the less randomness you're using. I think, you know, if you're playing, you know, primarily uh, single entries, three maxes, you know, you can leave this on the lower end. And if you are playing more of the 150 max contest, uh, you could definitely experiment with with increasing this up. It is going to, you know, um, move you farther away from from the mean with using large amounts of randomness. But that's what you want, right? You want those greater uh, upside outcomes, and I think that you can achieve that with higher randomness uh, slider settings. So I would definitely experiment with it, depending on what type of contest you're playing. Um, kind of the similar concept of sim diversity. You know, we want more sim diversity as we're playing larger 150 max contests, and we want we need less of it according to our back testing as we play uh smaller single entry, smaller field size contests. So definitely think that there is an opportunity for the randomness of slider to be adjusted depending on the type of contest you're playing. All right. Uh, another question from Jay Rupert here. And the question reads, I've had success for the past few NBA showdown slates. What is your process for inputs to SaberSim for an NBA showdown? Uh, this is a good question. I don't play a ton of NBA showdown here, but I am familiar with it. Um, avid NBA player myself. So let's talk about some showdown strategy, right? T to be honest, I don't do anything different than what I would do for a normal slate. So, you know, if I am somebody who is uh, maybe I am aggregating projections, maybe I'm changing projections, you know, usually I'll do that in like an Excel file or, or a, a Google sheet or some type of CSV, right? And then when I upload, I will use this apply to all slates button. Uh, just, you know, for, for anybody who does this regularly, this apply to all slates button, what it will do is that, you know, if we have, uh, we think, you know, Giannis is a way better play than this and his projection should be 65 points and not 60.93. If you, you know, upload that from a file or a copy and paste and then you hit this apply to all slates, um, it will change his projection for, for any slate that you come in here and switch to, you know, only, only the classic slate tonight, but on a normal night, you know, there's at least one turbo, sometimes two turbos. There's a night slate, there's showdown. So uh, certain players will be in multiple slates across the night. So you can use that feature to 
apply the projections so you don't have to constantly be changing it. That's something that I really like to use. Um, so, so, you know, I'd say like NBA process in, in a, in a nutshell, you know, is, is not that different um, versus like, to, like to me, like, uh, like kind of the, the pre-research, the, the pre-build stuff is, is all really similar. I think the only thing that I will do differently in the showdown is that I am more concerned about what my lineups look like on the backside. So I'm much more likely to apply a custom metric and try and build a custom metric that accounts for ownership more just, just to try and avoid duplication, right? Uh, this is a concept we've talked about a lot. Uh, we have some really great pro count con pro exclusive content on it. If you are a member of the pro plan, uh, you know, we have exclusive videos. We go into like advanced DFS uh, theory and concepts. And one of the great reasons to join the pro plan, but uh, we've had Jordan and Matt on discussing duplication and ownership for showdowns. I think that applies, you know, for NFL as well as for NBA. So I think it's really when I get to this point that my, the way I am approaching the slate changes, right? Everything I've done pre-build, for main slate, I am just going to take those projections and projection adjustments, those thoughts, and bring them into my showdowns, you know, only worrying about the players that are playing in this showdown, right? It's when I get to hear that I am more interested in building some type of metric. You know, I have one that I use uh, for NFL showdown. I don't know if I would build it the exact same way for NBA showdown, not something I have uh thought a lot about to this point but definitely a um worthwhile thing to remember you know the sims are not accounting for duplication what saber score does is it takes the most likely outcome so like you know when we are building an nfl showdown lineup we are building at 0010 sliders we are taking single game simulations and of of this of the game 500 times and building the optimal lineup from that simulation and giving that to you right when a lineup shows up as optimal more than once in the sims that lineup gets a saber score boost that's why we see a hundred saber score for this top lineup and then we see a big drop off to 94.9 right so that kind of tells me that this lineup here was showing up optimal more often than any other lineup and then you know we see another big jump right so and then it kind of evens out so i i would imagine you know this one showed up a couple times optimal maybe this lineup showed up even more times optimal in the sims right but you know we could come on come in here uh Giannis is probably going to be the most owned captain at 42 percent and then we see i every single player above 22 percent i bet you this lineup gets duplicated you know plenty of times, especially using max salary here. So those are the things that we want to try and avoid, right? That way, when we win, we get more of the price pool share. And that is the reason duplication is important, right? So I think if you have the ability to come in here and build a custom metric, try and figure out, you know, something that accounts for ownership, whether that be uh, some ownership, whether that be geo mean slash product ownership, but whether that be, you know, average ownership, I think that there is something to be done here that can help you get to lineups that are less duplicated, or you could come in here and you, maybe, you know, you set some rules 
in the pre-build. I don't have any that I would follow particularly, but that is another option, right? If you are like, you know what? No, custom metrics are probably a little too much for me. I would rather, you know, force in certain stack constructions or force in, you know, a certain uh, ownership threshold to to stay behind or stay under, uh, you know, something that just came to mind right now, rather than doing it as a rule, you could come in here and filter, right? Maybe you want to say, I don't want to play any lineup whose geo mean is under 30 points, right? So you come in here, hide lineups where ownership is greater than, uh, I'm sorry, where geo mean is greater than 30, right? And then that got rid of 197 lineups. So we are like chopping off like some of the highest owned lineups that did take away you know, our number one and two rank Sabre score lineups, right? So that is a trade-off that you're making there. So definitely something that has to be like a conscious decision, but um, a lot of reasons for such a decision to have merit, right? So NBA, NBA showdown, NFL showdown, really fun to play. Uh, definitely a lot of game theory goes into how the lineups are constructed and what lineups end up in your actual uh, contests, but happy to talk about it. Uh, not something we talk about a lot. And uh, let me know if you have any questions, uh, Jay Rupert. All right. Got a question here from Samuel Campana. Sam said, how can I force having more players from the afternoon games into my lineups? We can start from there. Uh, happy new year, Andrew. Happy new year, Sam. So that's a good question. Uh, this sounds like an NFL main slate question. So I am going to hop over to the NFL main slate. I don't even know if we have projections up yet. Okay, we do. Great. So, you know, not going to take a lot out of these projections, you know, on a Tuesday, but we can use them for this example, right? If you want to use players from the later games, what I would do is I would set a group rule and I would say must use at least X from, and then I would just pick the teams. So, so what I would do, so I would come in here and I would say group rule automatic. And I would say, hmm, okay, so maybe we can do this. How can we do this? Just trying to think through this here. So, so, so the most, the simplest way we could do this, that is time consuming. You could come in here, you know, maybe you say I want at least three or four guys from the late window. Maybe you say four. I think there's nine players in an NFL DK um, lineup. What you could do, you know, use at least four and then come in here and just check in like the highest projected guys real quick, right? We just checked in the top five there. Check in, you know, the top five-ish here. Maybe we want to stay, you know, above eight to nine fantasy points. Uh, this is the the simplest way to do it. A little time-consuming, right, to come in here and to put all of these guys in. But, you know, if you're, you're like, hey, I'll take whatever way I can get, uh, this is one that pops right off the bat to me. And then you would pick all these guys. They would all go into one big group. And then you would just save this as a manual group and then they would be here. Right. And then if you ever wanted to go back and add more, uh, you could do that. You could come in here and, and add more people to this rule. So first and foremost, that is the simplest way to do it. 
a more, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think there's like a stat requirement here that that is time based, right? I think the easiest way would be like use at least four, and then the stat requirement is basically the time the game starts. So, so Sam, I'm going to take that back to the team as a feature request. Um, I could definitely see how that could be useful, especially as we get into the playoffs, you know, they, they run multiple games on a single day and then, you know, on these shorter slates and the times are spread out. Right. So maybe you're saying, you know, I want to play, you know, three guys from the night, the night game on a three game playoff window slate. So I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to take it back to a feature as, as a feature request uh, ability to do a time group rule. So, Gonna note that down. Uh, you know the workaround that we just did with Emmanuel does work in the meantime. A little time consuming, but at least you only have to do it once. So, uh, hope that helps. Uh, Sam's here. Said cool. Thanks. That should work. Yeah, that'll work in the meantime. And then you know maybe that is something that we can build into the app in the future. Sounds like an awesome feature. I can see that being very useful for a lot of people. All right, scrolling through here, uh, that was our last question in the Discord as well as in the YouTube chat. If anybody has any questions, uh, now is a great time to get them in. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to see what we got going on today. So we got a three-game NBA slate. Uh, You know, it is Tuesday. Tuesdays usually tend to be those shorter-type slates, um, you know, all games locked within an hour of each other. So it should be a nice quick night, Uh, no late swap or only, you know, one really big late swap opportunity here. Not sure what the injury situations look like. Looks like Herder and Monk are questionable here, as well as nobody on Utah at the moment. So might be a quiet night if this news comes out early. All right. Got a question here from Jay Rupert. And question says, with golf starting back up this week, any advice for inputs to Saberson? So, you know, if you are looking, I, I don't know if we're going to be releasing any new golf content. Uh, I will check with Jordan and figure that out. Um, we have done golf videos in the past. If you're looking for, you know, advice and, and strategy related to golf, what I would do is I would go over to our YouTube channel. And I'm just going to pull that up quickly here. I would come over to this search bar. And then I would just type in golf, give it, you know, very general. Um, We have some older golf content, which is still very good. You know, Max Steinberg was on talking about his golf process with Jordan. When Jordan was the host of this show, Uh, we have, you know, showdown content. Um, So definitely going to go back to the team and see if we are going to be coming up with anything new, but I will check, and that is a great place to get started, right? A lot of those uh, theories and ideas that Max and Jordan go over are still relevant in today's uh, golf DFS ecosystem. I probably needs a little bit of a revamp there, so I will check in with them, but that is definitely where I would start if you are looking for advice in, uh, in advance to uh, golf starting back up. All right, going to get Saberson pulled back up here. And not seeing any more questions, everybody. Uh, I got a couple things to take back to the team here. Congrats to BCAP888 for being the highest scorer 
congrats to UVAJ for winning uh, tickets to next week's Minimax. Our team will reach out to you. Thank you all for uh, showing up, answering questions, hanging out with me. We'll be right back here tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern. So until then, I will see you guys.